Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Brady and Coke. We'll be back with you in a minute. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> Look like fucking Brolin, you're a Leeds hitting bastard. Like some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensel player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Hi, Gilly. How's it going, man? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit, a little bit ropey, but um, do you know what? I've had a I've had a bit of a fry up this afternoon, so that's brought me around nothing, a bit. <laughs> nothing like a bit of grease to get the the system going again, isn't it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, so yeah, um, glad to hear you're you're able to get on anyway, and you're you know within reasonable. I'm 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 in a bit of a backward state down myself today so i can't really slag you off too much myself so <laughs> we'll and i'm at Ellen road to be fair you know ah, <laughs> right. okay well then I, I yeah that kind of trumps mine I, i'm just <laughs> rough because i'm i was an idiot so well fair enough um, <laughs> so the game yesterday Gilly, did you did you manage to to see it all oh, and then oh i've lost all you is that me or you oh shit am i gone again am i Oh no! I can't hear oh, you, mate. Oh. <laughs> it's a good start, this. <laughs> and now you're muted. <laughs> we'll get this going eventually. Nope, still don't have you. <laughs> Just everybody in comments. Is it me or is it Carl? And you're muted again, mate. <laughs> Can you... Am I there? Anything? Nothing. Nope, nothing. Fucking... Both fucking okay, Danny balls. says. Maybe it's me. <laughs> Is it me? 
Um, I don't know. Can you hear me now? No? Still nothing? Um, I'm, I'm, right, I don't know. I've just had to say that it, it, these must have died. I've just turned them off. It's fine. Oh. I'll just have to be on speaker. <laughs> I was sure it was you. Oh, shit. All right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Thanks in the comments. You know what? It's one of those days. <laughs> it is, man. And we, we basically outed ourselves right at the start that it was, you know, going to be one of those days. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right. Tomorrow's Monday. Shite. Anyway. <laughs> Yesterday's game, Gilly. Um, yes. Fark said it was uh, in his, his post match with uh, LUTV. He said it was uh, a good performance and he was happy with how it went and bits and bobs like that. I, I have my own kind of opinion on how I think it went. What, what did you think? I didn't think we were that good, I'll be honest. I, you know, you'll, you take your three points every, every time, but I, I didn't think the performance was a particularly complete performance. I thought if you look across the side there were maybe only two or three players that were consistently playing well i thought i thought a lot of uh the performance was um us keeping them at bay by not doing all that much that was great i, th I think that they, they were they were they were kind of dangerous in flashes um obviously they've got a very potent goal scorer right now he's top scorer in the league um i, I didn't think they hurt us that much but I didn't think we did a huge amount. I think it was just a, a, a couple of... We, we did create chances, but I think it, a lot of it was uh, just a bit of individual brilliance rather than that um, kind of team. You know, other than, you know, if we talk, I'm sure we'll get onto the goals. Um, the way that Archie drove into midfield, popped the ball off, took it back, set Jimmy up for his goal, you know, things like that. But... For me, it wasn't consistent enough for us to say that it was an overall good performance. Yeah, I that that's basically the, the way I was looking at it as well. We didn't do an awful lot, but we were clinical when we needed to be. But we could have we could have been a lot better than we were. I think um, I'm glad I, I, I Spence is back. To be fair, um, I'd like to see the midfield three now start to get rotated once we've got a, a left back in January hopefully um and because I've said it before as well like I think that the the runs from Gray from midfield were missing that he's he's one of those players who picks the ball up and he, he just goes straight for it and I think it's not discrediting uh anything Ampadu or Kamara are doing they're absolutely fantastic the pair of them there but I think you can allow to have one player like Archie Gray in there with either of them um to to get that like because he can pick the ball up and he's not afraid to just like we've seen him turn out of such tight spaces the last couple of weeks playing at right back and he's he's very much capable of doing that in in the midfield and and that driving forward would just uh like it, we saw it yesterday as soon as he started doing it or he got the opportunity even still playing right back we saw how devastating he can be like he like he described himself in um the Guardian article, I don't know if you read it there during the week, he he, he sees himself as more of a box-to-box -box midfielder. And if we can get someone like that, uh, that like what we've kind of been missing over the years, I think maybe some will agree, some maybe not, was the, the Lee Boyer type player who would do that kind of hard running, hard yards and, and you know, assist with goals and, and 
come up with a few as well. And I can see Archie playing that kind of role uh, come Christmas time when we get that left back, or January rather. Yeah, and, and so, you know, when we spoke a couple of weeks back about um, where we'd looked to strengthen, I think, um, I mean, it was left back that I identified. And I think the, the real shame is it looks like it's one in, one out because Byron went off injured. Um, yeah. Spencer's come on at left back. I, I thought that he did okay. I've seen him get some pelters actually on Twitter that, that, that I've seen today. I, I didn't think he did all that much wrong. He's, no. um, I think Spence is somebody that is more dynamic than any anyone else that we've got available at, 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 in terms of a fullback. You know, we, we did see Gray getting forward, but I would like to see him in midfield. But um, yeah. I think from the rest of them, you know, Byram's. Byram's had a great season so far. He's, he's really surprised me. I, you know, I've, I've held my hand up already saying I want Shaw. Um, yeah. you know, I, it, it wasn't, for me, somebody that I looked at when he was coming in. I thought, yeah, great, okay. He, he, he's really going to solve us some problems. I thought he was just going to be uh, somebody to sit on the bench. And he's really not. He's taken the, uh, he's taken the baton on, hasn't he? And he, he's, he's, yeah. he's had a good season so far. Um, but with him being out... I think it's even more important because you know we, we've. I think Spencer's now doubled his his minutes in in just yesterday's game as he came on as a sub. Yeah. Uh, we've not seen anything like enough of him, um, but he's played at this level before. Uh, he's played at a high level, and and he, he looks perfectly competent at this level. So um, I would like to see him at, at, at right back, but for, in order for us to do that, we need a, a starting left back. I don't think there's. Um, any argument against it? You know, we've got Shaq as cover, we've got Aileen as cover at right back. Um, mm. With Byron being injured um, and Furpo being injured, you know, we, we are looking light out there, and I think we do need to go and sign the starting left back um, yeah. and, and offer us that balance. You know, Ampadu is the one that tends to anchor, and Kamara gets around the pitch, and and and, and they they complement each other really well. I, th- I think. I didn't think Kamara had a particularly good game yesterday. He struggled to get into it for me. Um, but you are right. We need obviously we saw Gurev come on later on, and we do need to see that sort of rotation starting because you know we're we're in the we're coming to the middle of December and through that Christmas and New Year period into January, the games come thick and fast. We know they do. We've seen this before, so we do need to see some of that rotation. I think if you look at the balance of the game and the way that. Uh, in midfield, uh, Smodic is is a good player, and he was getting forward. Um, and they, are, I think, they probably had a fair bit more possession than we did. Um, yeah. It certainly felt that way to me. I, I, I thought that they made maybe not quality chances, but I thought they made more chances than we did. Um, and and just overall, the balance of the game, it, it's almost a bit of an opposite to what we normally see, where we dominate a game and don't um, don't really make our domination count and then yeah. we get a punch by somebody else and you know we've had all the ball and they've scored the goals and it would kind of the other way around um and as i said if you come out with the three points then that's great um but it's how sustainable that is you know sunderland next and they beat west brom who had also been on a good run um yeah. that's going to be a stern a stern test for us as well and you know especially with a couple of players not being available then uh, it'll be an interesting problem to watch Farker try to solve yeah, um, I, I think you're right, yeah. But that, like, just to go back to the stats side of things, I just have FootMob open here, and, and we are available for sponsorship FootMob. We'll tag in the post. Um, I know how much you love the old expected goals and XGs <laughs> and all that. Um, they had 0.68, and we had 1.00 uh, XG. So 
whatever that means, I don't really, I, I'm not really clued in on all that. that, that <laughs> I think that actually that, that 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 is where I was coming from. I, th- I yeah. thought we had the better chances, but I did think they had more of them. So I thought that that would have been a higher start for them. Yeah, um, but they had you know, total twelve shots on, uh, in total, but they only had two on target. Um, right to our four on target which we converted with two goals like which isn't really a bad return but we only so had eight total shots did we have eight right okay so, so yeah so and and they they their accurate passes as well they did more passes than us so your 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 uh chat there about them having more possession than us and and <clears throat> us being the usual getting sucker punched that they actually had 54 percent possession which was it's not very often we've seen this season where we like like you said we've had less possession than anyone, um. But they had four hundred and fifteen accurate passes to our three hundred and sixty three. Like so, it it shows that when we did have the ball, we were kind of better placed to do more tactical things with it. If you look at it that way, I suppose because eighty two percent of those six hundred and sixty three were were accurate. You know, yeah, end ball passes as well. Like so. I, like, I think it's, it's, it's easy to get drawn in by that as well, though, because yeah. a lot of those will have been between Melier, Rodon and Stroik. <laughs> so See, there is that um, too, yeah. You, you know, I, I, so I think it is it is easy to to look at the stats and 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 try and reason out. You know, watching the game, it just felt to me. Uh, sorry, not watching the game, listening on international radio. Yes. <laughs> um, Put your eyes. <laughs> yeah. it, it just seemed to me that um that the balance of the game was more in their favor than ours like i say without really fashioning too many clear-cut chances um mm. and and i think if you look at um the players that that i thought you know rodon again i thought was was superb i thought it was, i thought he played really well yeah. um jimmy i thought kind of drifted in and out of the game what a finish for his goal but um and if you look at his record at the moment, his goals and assists are, are crazy. It's up there with anybody at this level. Yeah. Um, but Dan James is on fire. The work he puts in, and um, you know, you, you look at he's a frustrating player because I mean he's normally a hot and cold player. I thought yesterday he was one of my one of our better players throughout the game while mm-hmm. they were on. Um, but uh, yeah, props to him because I mean. I think we all expected him to do pretty well at this level. We've seen him do well at this level. Um, yeah. So I think I think we were all reasonably confident of that. I wasn't sure how many minutes he'd actually get. I, you know, I thought that it were going to be Willie and Jimmy show on the wings. Yeah. Um, uh, but he's he's keeping him out and he's, he's, he's playing really well at the moment. His end product has massively improved as well. Um, some of them balls that he's starting to put into the box. Like, I know I criticise him on here a bit, like for his feet being too you know quick for his brain like but it's it's his decision making this season in comparison to other seasons is worlds apart like absolutely yeah. worlds apart so so i saw someone put a, a tweet up about him actually uh, and they basically said it's mad what happens when you play a player in their actual position and and that's never true as it is with dan james at the moment like johnny um, brown's in the comments and he's just said exactly the same thing yeah, we find the team that Dan James Bielsa was so eager to sign a flying winger and not the striker was forced to play us. Yeah, that's the thing. Like so, it 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 is uh it is encouraging. Johnny also mentioned um oh no he, uh, I've lost it there now. He said it was a, a good professional performance yesterday. Um, 
and I think we're starting to see a little bit more of that now with Leeds um, because we we seem to be able to, we're learning how to close out games. Like yesterday could have been a banana skin at 2-1 very, very easily. Like, um, But we seem to be able to control how the flow of play is going after a certain amount of time lately and to hold on to a 2-1 win in a, in a game that potentially we could have drawn at one point or could have easily lost as well at the same time. Um, they, they, they had a good opportunity in the second half and, you know, Melier made a couple of good saves there towards the end, another one right underneath his crossbar from a header. Um, yeah. Which, again, if you probably look at the stats for Melier and you're kind of like, oh, he's still in the bottom four. But it's like, well, if it's bottom four for key saves, then clearly he's doing enough in the other side of it and the defence is doing well in front of him for it to, to not really matter, you know? So... It's uh it swings and roundabouts, I think, with that. But I thought he played uh he played quite well. There was a uh, one where you could see that the Blackburn commentary after a while they did start to to grate on me when they went two nil down. Um after they, they figured out that they weren't really going to get back into it. Like <laughs> um <laughs> and then there was that uh save from Melia where he came out and he caught it, but it uh the, the player headed it out of his hands and they were all like, Oh, there was shades of um Bleeding, what's his name for man for man you over on uh on that chat you know when he when he clocked the wolves guy yeah when he clocked the yeah. wolves player and then there was nothing given like they were kind of saying oh yeah it's that that incident i was like absolutely not absolutely i don't, not. I don't even think he did the ball i think the only yeah. contact that he made was amelia oh, um, yeah. so you know they, they were saying um because obviously i had the this the same international radio link to listen to yeah. Um, and they were saying, uh, oh, no, it looks like a penalty. And then on replay, they went, oh, no, actually, we don't think it was a penalty. The referee's got it right. And I'm sat there going, no, the referee's not got it right. He's given a corner. That's not a corner. That's a foul on our keeper. <laughs> He's not made any contact with the ball and he has made contact with the man. That is the definition of a foul. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. Um, um, so I'd have been fuming if they just gone off the corner. <laughs> that would have been wild. Like, but to be fair, um, I. I... We were talking about it in the group. It was a bit of a contentious one. Uh, Luke reckons it would have been given by VAR. I I don't think either way that would have, like the the one for strike. strike ball. Yeah, yeah. Like like you could see it. His trailing arm was essentially just holding him up rather than yeah. there to to block a ball. And he wasn't even looking in the direction the ball was coming when it happened. So it's like yeah. you can't really. <laughs> We've seen worse ones given. Let's be honest. Far, far worse. Yeah, we have, and and I think oh. um, in, in the situation, if you remember Robin Cock against Liverpool um, and the penalty that were given against him, you know the, the yeah. ruling was so stupid at that time that they changed it mid-season. We got to the end of the season, they changed it mid-season. Yeah, um, and it, they were absolutely right to do so because it was absolutely the wrong thing to do. Um, you know, we've always grown up um, understanding what intentional handball actually means and. But I, I think if, if VAR had been uh, employed in the championship and it had looked at that, I still don't think it would have given anything because um, there was no advantage. You know, yeah. that ball was rolling through to, uh, I think it was Rodon behind strike. Um, so it's not like it was going to land at the feet of an attacker if it, if it didn't hit his arm. As yeah. you said, he was looking the other way. His arm wasn't in a natural position. He, he was holding him up while he slid through, trying to make the block. Um, so always round. I, I I don't think there's any way that I could see that being given. Um, I, I I think I probably get where 
Luke's coming from purely on the principle of the bad yeah. decisions that we've seen given. Um, but in terms of the handball, I, I, I don't think, it, it, you know, I, don't, I, I can't see other than saying they could have got it wrong and given it. <laughs> I can't see yeah. an argument for it being given. I just, uh, you know, looking the other way, not intentionally making himself big or anything like that. Um, you know, it's, it's none of that for me. Yeah, uh, Danny, just uh, from Not Another Leeds podcast, how are you getting on, lad? Uh, the commentary was so bad, it made Eeyore think it was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, I'll go with that. Um, yeah, they got pretty bad towards the end. Uh, just run through one or two here um, while we're chatting away about the, the game. Archie had a, had not great his first half. A lot of people were calling for him to be subbed. Uh, Farc stuck with him, and he proved in the second half to be more involved in the game. Um, I, I, yeah, um, like I said, he he had that opportunity to kind of blaze forward every now and again, um, and we started to see um, that glimpses of what uh, what I feel we've been missing in midfield. But yeah, yeah, I think another thing that uh, people were referring to though, when when saying maybe he should be subbed, is he were on a yellow, weren't he? Um, mm. So. Um, I, yeah. do you know what? I can't remember what minute he were booked in, but he was on yellow. So I, I had seen some people saying maybe it'd be a good idea to take him off more to protect him than anything else. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so if they had we... um, then we'd have had nobody to bring on because we'd have brought Spence on for him, and then Byron went off injured. <laughs> then we'd have been screwed at left back. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> So we we saw Willie come on again and get a good. He got what fifteen twenty minutes or so. Um, how do you think he's doing? You know, since he's he's slowly coming back from he come back from that injury and he's been slowly getting minutes and various games. He's not been able to have the opportunity to attack uh, with such uh, influence because we've kind of been holding on to a lead. Um, he had a good opportunity yesterday, uh, which took a deflection and then the keeper tipped it over, which. To be fair to him, it was a great reaction save. Um, but he's shown glimpses again of of what he was kind of in spells last year and 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 whatnot. Do you think is there a kind of room for him to stay in January, or or do you think he might be out the door in there? Um, I think it, I think a lot of that will depend on what sort of offers they get in for him. I think if you um, if you move him on, I think we need somebody else coming in. All right, we've got Anthony uh, and Ruta can play wide, but uh, I think Farkas clearly got in mind what's happening through the middle. He wants that to be res- relatively static. And mm. if you lose James or Jimmy for any length of time, you, then you're looking really light. So if if he moves, he'll need to be replaced as a squad member. I, I think, um, you know, you, you're right. He, he, he burst away and um, he had the ball. It was out on the right, wasn't it? And, and got off yeah. a, a good shot. Um, I think, I think we... It is difficult when he comes on and we're two nil up or we're one nil up at the time, aren't we? And then and then we scored um, not long after he came on. Um, mm. It is, it, I guess, it is difficult for a player to come into that that's an attacking player because one two nil up, um, we are going to be looking to manage the game to a certain mm. extent. Um, you know, if if he's coming on and we're chasing the game, that's a slightly different element, and he's going to get a bit more freedom to go and play. Uh, because we'll 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 be looking for that and, and looking for that impact. Um, I think in terms of January, it, it, I don't expect him to go. Right. Um, there's, obviously, there is a chance. Um, he's not he's not he's not playing particularly a lot of minutes, um, and he's highly thought of. So obviously, there is a chance. But um, 
I don't I don't expect they'll get an offer in that will make them think, yeah, that this is the time for him to move. Right, yeah. I yeah, it would be like you said that uh, he'd need to be replaced as a squad member. Um, but do you think does that maybe give room for the likes of Matteo Joseph to come in instead and just make that step up? We did see him coming on for the last five, six minutes on, on Saturday. Um, and he, he he didn't have an opportunity really to to get into the game as such, but I'd I'd maybe like to see him given more minutes and and see what he's like because he's he's playing quite well for the under twenty ones and and he's scoring a lot of goals for England under twenty ones as well like in that uh, elite squad thing. Um, yeah, uh, and he has stolen Pat Bamford's hairdo. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Or or <laughs> like, he's had that for a while though, has he not? I think um, it was longer, wasn't it? He, he, oh um... yeah. They both it look was. a bit like a, a fuzzy tennis ball now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, somebody moving on um, would mean, um, you know, it, it would be representative of somebody else getting a chance. But I do think that they would probably look to bring in somebody that was going to be able to take a, a more active role in the first team if they mm-hmm. did. So um, it's a difficult one. And, and I guess it depends on who else is available in January. Um, if you're going to move somebody on, who do you bring in? Um, the, for me, I think the options out wide do start looking like, even if you just take one name away. So I think it'd have to be a really compelling thing for them to make that that choice. Um, he has he is coming back from injury. It's really difficult when you look at the amounts of goals and the amounts of assists and, and chances created that Jimmy and, and Dan James are, are outputting at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's very, very difficult to argue for anybody to get more minutes in front of them because how do you manage that and how do you tell those players that um, that that's the right thing when they're in such red hot form? You know, Dan James has scored in his last three consecutive games. Uh, yeah. Jimmy's, um, I think, second highest in terms of goals and assists in the league. Yeah, he's it, on it, nine goals at the moment. Uh, but I think he's got six assists as well. Yeah, um, he does indeed. So, you know, we're, we're in that position now where the first team is playing really well and trying to break into that is frustrating, but that's part of being a, a footballer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, You can't expect it to just fall in your lap. There's always going to be that uh, extra yard that you have to go, really. like yeah. Um, da- Danny, just as we were talking about um, the under-21s and Joseph maybe getting another shot further down the line, he said the under-21s is easier to play uh, with kids than it is with men. I, I, I... We agree, like on this pod, Danny, we 100% agree with that because we've fixed English football before. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I completely agree. Um, but on Joseph, I, I I did notice he seems to have been hitting the weights a little bit more. He doesn't look as flimsy um, as, as say, like last season where there wasn't really a pick on him or anything like that. No, he, he actually looks like he's hitting the weights. He's... He's getting on with it and he's putting in the hard yards. So I'd like to I'd like to see him get another shot or two at it. Like and it, yeah. it, it, it good opportunity over the Christmas. Yeah, absolutely absolutely. Um yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a it's a telling thing, isn't it? It's a real challenge for Farker to get the right dynamic of bringing people in that have not played as much to get the minutes and mm. to rest some of the players. But while you're in such good form and good nick and and well, I didn't think. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We're the best side. It's not our best performance of the season by any stretch. It's mm. another reasonably comfortable 2-0. You know, we're, in, we're in that situation where we're taking another three points. Um, the wagon's rolling and, and it's a case of trying to keep that momentum going now. Um, and keeping and building that momentum while making changes is a real difficulty. And, you know, if you ask Smarty, he'll say, well, you never change a winning team. Um, mm. At some point, you're going to have to, otherwise you'll just run your first 11 into the ground and then you'll have subs that are not match fit. <laughs> so at some point, you, you, you need that squad. Um, and I think if you look at the the bench yesterday, um, you know, we had Darlow on there. It's got a lot of experience. Shaq's played for us quite a lot at this level. Um, Spence um, has played at this level before and played in the Premier League. Cooper on the bench as well. Um, you had um, Willie was on the bench. Uh, I think um, so. Joseph must have been on the bench, and then Joffy was there as well. Mm. It's a pretty strong bench, um, and when you think that uh, we're, we're oh, and, and Gruev as well, uh, and Gruev, when you think yeah. that we, we were in a position where um, we 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 had what one two midfielders. Uh, in Farshaw and Phillips for a long period, and if one of them were injured, the other one were doing it on their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so you know, it, it's a real different dynamic for us to be able to be in that position. And if you look out wide, we've got four or five genuine options uh, for every game. And I think um, oh, and Anthony were on the bench as well. Yeah. Um, you know, another player that's played well at this level in the past. You know, he, he was. He, I know he didn't feature particularly much for Bournemouth after promotion, but he was a real strong part of the promotion charge that they had. Mm. So I think um you know overall um the the squad's looking in good nick and it's it's about maximizing the balance of using as much as you can of it without impacting that momentum. Yeah. Um it, it's really going to be tested how strong the squad actually is I think over the coming weeks. Um and I think there's a far far better chance that it's it's going to stand up to the test this time around because I like our injuries, touch wood, like you know, our injuries at the moment, they don't seem to be as severe as we're previously used to. You know, we're used to the likes of Foshaw for being out for months and, and lacking in that midfield spot. We're used to like, you know, Cooper being out for a long period of time and not really having anyone with the gumption or experience to fill his boots there at, at centre back. But now the squad is is shaping up quite nicely. And and the other thing as well is we've got Ampadu there who can easily sit in at centre-back if anything goes awry during a game and we're not quite sure how to to set up with no centre-back on the bench if Cooper's not there or Cresswell or whatever. It's it We do have options around the place now. And, and 
I'm just hoping this this month of December we can get through it fairly unscratched, get to January, and we have two loan um, options that we can fill, and yeah. potentially then we can we can spend on another. So like I think that the common denominator anyway is a left back, uh, and potentially a number ten. Yeah, that's a difficult one as well because I think mm. a lot of people are still of a mind that they would put Peru up front. Um, mm. and just play him as a, a more authentic nine. Um, uh, we were talking today and, and last night about Rutter and the fact that he doesn't get enough goals. Um, you know, he's playing up front. I think if you think of um, Peru, uh, Jimmy, Dan James, um, Rutter's playing up front and he's behind them all in terms of scoring. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing well in getting assists. Um, and the frustration is that um, Bamford always got a load of shit for not scoring enough goals. When everybody could see the impact that he were having on us, and, and, and the, you know, the the dra- dragging defenders all over the place, his clever movement and everything else, and everybody, yeah, but he doesn't score enough goals, and that's where Rutter is at the moment. And I think that um, that's that's the area of his his game that he needs to improve upon. Um, but it is difficult when when you see the the two of them. Um, Peru and, and, and Ruta, the way that they're playing with each other now, with both enjoying the football. I think mm-hmm. Peru's um, fitter now than he was at the start when he first signed for us. And you can see that in the way that he can get involved in the game and do the pressing. Yeah. I think um, their understanding of each other's game is improving game by game. Um, and if you bring in a 10, especially if you're going to spend some money on that, um, there's a potential that you upset that. Um, yeah. And I think you only bring a 10 in if if you sell someone, and again, it comes back to the Willie Nonto thing of that's probably going to have to be a significantly compelling offer for that to happen. I think you are right. I think um, uh, I think we need we 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 really do need that left back to come in. Um, and I, I do rate Byron. That's not taken away from Byron, but Byron's in his thirties now, um, and there's a, this is a couple of niggles that he's had. Um, I'm not going to quite go to the Stuart Dallas over the hill comments that you had with with him and with Aileen when he was 29. But you know, um, never gone away. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, yeah, he's, he's not a young man, and mm. he's had a couple of niggly injuries. And while he's playing well, while he's there, what your worry is that's probably not going to improve now. You know, mm. he's, he's probably not going to be in a position where any of the niggles they just go away magically. Um, so the fact that we've got him as part of the squad is great. The fact that he's played well is great. But for me, we need a starting left back um, and Spence to be our starting right back and. Actually, get to play middle. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. Like I think um, Thomas uh, makes a, a point here. He's like uh, nice to finally have competition for places now. Buy a chuff and left back, hundred <laughs> percent agree, hundred percent agree. But the competition for places isn't <laughs> isn't amongst players who play in those fucking positions at the moment. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so the competition for left back is between two right backs and a crocked left back. You know. <laughs> um, and that, that that's just it's a mad thing to be thinking like but yeah no we definitely need that left back without a and doubt, a midfielder because um Shaq is a midfielder really isn't he <laughs> what yeah there you go yeah yeah so like we've we've players vying for positions that don't even play in that position naturally <laughs> like so <laughs> it's it's a good complaint I guess but you know I mean there's uh, a for me there's a lot of changes have to be made in terms of the squad composition if promoted mm. but that is if promoted and I think you know if you try and go out and sign a Premier League quality centre back right now. Yeah, all right. You might you might put yourself in an even better position 
to get promoted. Um, but you're spending all of that money, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't come off, then you know you, you, there's an investment there uh, and, and wages and uh, whatever else. Um, yeah, for me, I think it is. We need that left back anyway, so let's go and get the best left back we can. And um, you know, hopefully, Rodon can continue carrying strike through games. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it seems to be working so far. So if it's not broken, don't fix it. Um, I just want to I, I just touch on on uh, Rutter for a minute. You you mentioned there that uh, for number nine, uh, he's not scoring much, and Bamford did get stick for that particular scenario. Do you think is it because Rutter had such a hard time at the start? People aren't willing to give him so much grief now for not scoring, but he's he's doing other bits very well. But not recognizing, like you said, that Bamford does the same kind of thing. Like, is it? Do you think is it because he did have quite a rough start at Ellen Road, and and you know the crowd are are giving him that opportunity to to kind of grow into it, and there's no, I, I don't want to say pressure as such, but you know there isn't as long as he keeps setting up Somerville and James for goals, you know he gets a bit of a free pass kind of thing. Um, I think it's, I mean, it, 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 rather than, I, I wasn't really commenting on the match day crowd because I don't think anybody gave Paddy any stick from the match day crowd either. It was mm. mostly online that we're referring to more than anything else. Yeah, I think um, actually at match day, they just get loads of support, which is great. Um, it was more the, the, the online comments that I were on about on Twitter, which is a bit of a cesspit at the best of times. But uh, no, it, it, for me, it's, um, it's easy to um, to back a player rather than criticise a player when they're having so much fun with it, and when we when we're winning. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at the periods when Paddy was getting the most stick, actually it was when we were crying out for goals and we were desperate for them. The fact that the this, the the uh, the squad are sharing around the goals is brilliant because that means if you lose one, actually you've you've got other goal scorers ongoing at the moment. You know if um, if Jimmy um, got a twinge or something and had to go off, you bring in Willie on or you bring in Anthony on. Dan James is scoring goals, Perot scoring goals. You know we're in that situation now where we've got more about us than one number nine that you're looking for all of the goals to come from, and and you know the the rest aren't really. Chipping in, I think if you um, if you look, the the only time so Jack Harrison never really scored enough goals. He got assists, but he never really scored enough goals. Um, uh, and if it wasn't Paddy or Raff, where were the goals coming from? And I think now you've got that you've got that um, that scenario now because Rodrigo won't want really a, an out and out goal getter either. What he scored in patches. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, we are in, albeit at a completely different level. We're not in the Premier League uh, and we're not playing against Premier League defenders. Um, but at the same time, it's great that we are in a position where we do have some depth and we do have the, the, the capability of bringing in people that have got some pedigree at this level or have got a, a really high ceiling in, in the, um, if you look at Willie Nonto, who does have a really high ceiling. And, and I think it would be a shame um, to sell him when we're in the second tier because I think you add another 10, 15 million to his price just by being in the Premier League, if you're there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree, yeah. Um, yeah, it like you mentioned there um, that Bamford was like the only main outsource of goals if it wasn't Raf. 
because you you mentioned there we're, we're actually scoring more goals from other areas of the pitch do you think will that pressure now be taken off Bamford to start scoring if he's kind of contributing in the same way as as Rutter is when he's on the pitch or do you think is it a case then that well you're meant to score goals Bamford why aren't you scoring goals but you've just <laughs> set up three there in the last two or something like that you know um yeah I think I think when it comes to Paddy I think um Regardless of what he does now, I think he's always going to get some stick because there's just yeah. people that, that that will just enjoy it. Um, uh, the the situation that he's coming into when we're winning is very very different. And actually, when he's coming on, it's more of a go on and make yourself a nuisance, chase the ball down. Um, let's try and defend from the front rather than you need to go out and score as a brace. Otherwise, we, we're not going to win this game. Uh, or get any form of result, and it's 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 really really different, and that context I think is really important. Um, and so for me, I I think because the goals are being shared around, there's a lot less emphasis on any one person, and therefore you'd hope that the pressure um, is is very different. It's just a different shape to it. Um, there is still pressure. You know, we are chasing at the moment. We are still behind Ipswich. We're still behind Leicester. Um, we are chasing and being chased by the likes of Southampton and West Brom. Um, but, you know, they're dropping points as well. So, um, the, the, somewhat, the pressure is on us. It's our own pressure given to ourselves to maintain uh, and keep that momentum going, as I said. Because otherwise, you know, there, there's nothing won this side of Christmas. Absolutely nothing won. No. But you can lose it. You can drop out of the race really quickly if you don't uh, have consistent results. Um, and that that's the greatest thing is we are in the situation where we're picking up regular points. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the table here, Gillian. Um, between us in third on 41 and Sunderland in sixth, there's an 11-point gap. Do you think that gap, as long as we can maintain that gap, do you think it's it's too big to be caught and we can actually, well, like obviously, you know, caught by anyone below, say, Southampton who are on 38 points? I think if you look at... I mean, Blackburn weren't that bad. I was really disappointed with the Blackburn crowd, by the way. Um, yeah. I think there were about 20,000 there and 7,500 of them were us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you look at the likes of Blackburn, Borough, I thought, played played pretty well. Um, Swansea surprised me with how low they are in the table and the way that they played. There was a bit of naivety in it because they played quite openly and, and that's exactly what we want a team to do is come and play football against us so that yeah. we can punish them and that's what we do. Um, I can't see the likes of, you know, Preston started the season on fire, uh, but they're dropping away. I think Hull and Cardiff are, are of a similar kind of set. They're going to get some results, but they're not going to be consistent enough. Um, so I think um, from a perspective of playoffs, I think it would be very, very unusual now for us to not make that. Um, mm. But Playoffs means nothing to Leeds, does it? I mean, I don't want to be in playoffs. Like, I, I genuinely don't want the playoffs at all. I'd, I'd rather just concentrate on catching Ipswich and, and just doing that. Um, because, like, we, we've said it from here, like, the, the the ones we need to look at are Ipswich rather than, uh, I know we're going into a, like, away from the game, but just briefly, just to look at Ipswich. We play them in, what, two weeks? 23rd? Yeah. Play them, hopefully get a good result. That'll what depending on how results go for them over the next couple of weeks and ourselves, that could be down to uh what four points. 
Yeah, and uh, if you look at Ipswich's run during that period as well, I don't know if you've had a look at that. The players yeah. and Leicester in the same week. Yeah. And then they've got Norwich. That's that's yeah, I was just gonna say there are three massive games for them. Like yeah. and I I've said it from the get-go here that like 41 points normally would have us. Might they might have Norwich first. Might be the other way around. But but yeah. I, either either way, you know, they, they've they've got us, Leicester and Norwich to play in three in three games, and that's that's really tough. And then I think they go yeah. And play Leicester again about three weeks later. Yeah, they've got so it's Norwich, us, Leicester. So yeah. they're away for us. But um, yeah, you're right. They play Leicester again on the 22nd of January. Um, so yeah, look, that's that's um, we, we'll move on from that. But I just thought um, let's catch it. Which I'll I'll happily take second yeah. place. I I don't I mean, care. To be fair, by by the. 23rd of January, Ipswich might be six points clearer Leicester or six points behind, or, or worse behind them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, in effect, it's in their hands as to what they do there, isn't it? They're, they're playing against the sides around them. So I think that's um, that's quite a big deal for them. Um, mm. the, the big deal for us is Leicester and Ipswich can't both get maximum points. So th- there's going to be an opportunity to do something somewhere. Yeah, that's the thing. It, whatever the result, like that. <laughs> but yeah. By January twenty second, twenty second, whatever time it's at, we we could even be within touching distance of Leicester. Even though yeah. we are now, we could have been seventeen behind, but you know we could be very much within touching distance. Yeah, them two playing each other again. And I think we so, are we are still the form side in the league, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. There was just just the just a one draw in the last five. Everything else has been a win. So yeah. you know, I think um, when 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 you've got that momentum and you've got that form going. Um, it's a case of concentrate on your own form and look, look up. Um, and and I, I don't think any of them will be, you know, I've mentioned Southampton, but I don't think they will be. Um, and to be fair, Norwich actually, I can't think where they are in the league, but they're not in that, they're not in and around the playoffs. No, they're but not. It's all very no. close. It, it, a couple of games can put you back in there. Yeah. The other thing as well, there when they're playing Norwich, that's a, a, a derby for them. And yeah. no one wants to come out of that uh, on the losing side. I just want to throw in a comment here from Allison. Uh, we need them to stop winning. We could also do with them finding a way to both lose when they play each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that'd be a great one. Um, but yeah, like their the form's impeccable, really. Like let's be honest, and and forty one points would have you at top of the championship at this stage after what twenty games, like on any yeah. any normal season. It just I so mean the weird thing now. is, I've just pulled the table up now. So mm. Sunderland are on thirty points in sixth. Huddersfield are on 21 points in 21st. Yeah. You know, that that's the bottom of the playoffs right down to the um, fourth bottom. And yeah. it's just crazy. And, you know, QPR is still in bottom three. They've won the last three games. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> insane, isn't it? Anyway. It's absolutely mental. Like, the championship never fails to disappoint, let's be honest. It's it's <laughs> one of those leagues, man, where anything can happen to anybody. And, like, I've, I, I've a bet on with the maiden work that Leicester will go four games uh where they have a bit of a wobble and they went three games uh two games there recently and then they lost to us uh or something along them or they won and then they lost again the next game and i was like see it happens but you know <laughs> it just didn't uh just didn't materialize yet we have up until the end of the season for that bet so that's okay <laughs> yeah. no i mean yeah. uh, they beat plymouth 4-0 didn't they yeah um, but, and, and um they played and beat west brom just before that um, but West Brom, are, are, you know, they're in and around. I know that. Uh, so Sunderland um, beat them, didn't they, this this weekend? But mm. but Leicester drew with Chef Wednesday, 
you can get really weird results in this league. Yeah. So and, what we what we need to do is look after ourselves and just watch with interest what goes on with the others because they're going to drop points sooner or later. Absolutely, yeah. The, the, you can't maintain that kind of level of football in the championship for 46 games. And again, we're going away from the match here now, but um, <laughs> they lose, uh, what, four, five players in January to the yeah. African Cup of Nations. So... It's like, let's see how they fare out after that. Like, they might just bring in a load of bleeding loan players uh, in January, but I, I can't see them replacing all them players just for the yeah. sake of not having them for six weeks. But no, not during that period. I can't either. Yeah, that's when they'll be properly tested. I think. Um, yeah, no, agreed. So yeah, yeah, we'll see how that fares out anyway. But um, yeah. So I I think um we've we've covered pretty much everything there regarding the game um and and how we thought we played and Blackburn, I guess. Um, have you anything else that you maybe want to to throw in there? Yeah, well, um, we saw that Farker had won the manager of the month um, in advance of it. Yeah. And we were in the rhubarb and custard kit. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, we, it, we had all, all of these things that were all mounting up and you're like, oh, God, yeah. come on, just, just get it. So um, the manager of the month bit is gone. Um, but Jimmy player of the, or young player of the month, I think he got um, November Player of the Month, yeah. He's, he's scored again. Um, we've won in the kit. So there's a load of hoodoos actually this weekend that have that have been bust. And I think that that's um that that that's that's brilliant. And I think if you look at um the run that we've been on, then you know, Farker's um being held responsible for that and being rewarded for that is absolutely spot on. It, it, you know, mm. We were the form side through that period. So um I think um when you can, when, when you look at the squad, um, so I, I can't I can't remember who the he's got three names, aren't he? The um, John Dal Thomason in Blackburn referred to us as a Premier League side. Um, well, I'm not sure about a Premier League side in terms of uh, is that him saying that if they expect us to get promotion this season? Uh, because if so, then it's a bit early to say that. Um, if it's because we've just been relegated, well. Um, that stops us being a Premier League side. And I think that that's almost him trying to take pressure off Blackburn than it is lauding us. Um, and, and just trying, you know, they're a Premier League team and they've only beaten us 2-0 type thing. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I think I think for me, we've broken some of those hoodoos and, and it was all all set up. All of the odds were all in our favour this, this weekend and, and it would all set up for us to get beat and we've got through it. Um, which, you know, that's, that, that's brilliant. And exactly what we wanted to see. Um, and yeah, what, what's even better in the cherry on the cake is Bavada getting called up for Colombia and somebody else missing out. That is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering, uh, Gilly, because uh, we play Tuesday against Sunderland, um, we won't have a uh, main pod beforehand. So I, I know I haven't mentioned anything about this, but I've only just thought of it, so I don't mean to put you on the spot. Um, should we do a predictions thing now? Yeah, uh, with do. the fans and ourselves, and then get everyone else in the group to to sort us out with predictions, so that we can yeah, uh, no bother. because we don't have a main pod chooser. Yeah, I'm just pulling it up now. Perfect, perfect. So uh, we go with the fans on a prediction for Tuesday in three, two, one, go, and whoever's first. Um, Liam B straight off the bat there. Two well, nil. Were there first, and for me. Oh, sh- Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, 
it's only one goal more. It's grand. Uh, 3-0 for the fans from Danny. Yeah. Uh, um, in actual fact, um, because we don't have a main pod, I can actually um, talk about the... Uh, Oh, the day. Uh, the predictions this time, if you if you like, because I, um, I would be okay with that. We won't cover it off, so um, I just have to MFA. Yeah, <laughs> we're all set up, aren't we? Professional. Oh, absolutely on the ball. I'm not dropping anything on you at all, at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm I'm quite happy to cover this off because um, Bren was top of the league on 31 points, and I was second place on 28. Mm. Bren actually went for a draw against Blackburn. Minus five, is it? <laughs> uh, minus three. Because he went for the draw. So if he'd have gone for a Blackburn oh, okay. win, it'd have been minus five. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, in actual fact, uh, I don't mind talking about the predictions at all because I am now top of the league. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I've, I've not sorted them all out properly. No. I just knew that, 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 that one. But, um, yeah, so I've got Danny's at 3-0. Um, as I am top of the league and Luke keeps uh, saying we should be doing it in order, I'll go first then. Um, I don't see us keeping a clean sheet. I, I do expect uh, Jack Clark, if he plays, to score against us because it's just mm-hmm. what happens. He's, he's players going back to their old clubs and scoring against them. Yeah. Um, but I do think we'll have... Um, enough to get through the game and therefore um, as is apparently my standard um, prediction I'm going to go 3-1 Right See, I, I, I didn't want to interrupt you there Renton but we'll be playing in that blue kit <laughs> so like it, it's it's well before the, the time that you get you know the cut off time so if you change your mind <laughs> uh, but in saying that I'm going to go 2-1 leads one yeah um and yeah I, I just um this is worth pointing out uh jay's in the comments someone got his third correct score in a row it's a real shame um how shite he'd been before those three otherwise he'd be in the mix but that is a maximum 15 points from three games that he's had it's an unreal run bloody hell hmm so yeah, um, yeah so I'll I'll um I'll put the table um together. We'll get it out on Twitter and that, and then we can talk about it in the next main pod. But yeah, it will be beyond the Sunderland game. So um, sounds um, cool. It, it might be a, a B and C incorporated with the main pod type thing Wednesday. Yeah, maybe so. Case, perhaps. Um, but keep an eye out on our socials. Um, like, share, and subscribe, and hit the notification bell for whatever it is on the screen. I don't know. I'm just doing it because that's what everyone else seems to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, look, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, it's been a good laugh. It seems to be a good laugh on BNC more often than not this season. Thank God. Um, Gilly, thanks for getting uh, out of bed and, and go and get that curry <laughs> sorted. And uh, I'll do the same. Have a good Cheers, evening. Pal. See you in a bit. Bye. Oh, balls. I've done it wrong. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.